how's it going everybody we are going live already i tried to flip it around hold on i'm gonna flip this around real quick uh, uh oh orientation is locked sorry guys just trying to figure it out and trying to figure it out so that way i am uh, looking at you guys correctly and still seeing the comments um awesome what's going on everyone we've got uh tom ak's in here bart legace um yeah, so I uh, hopefully you guys uh, have gotten your runs in today for Seth's uh, Demore Global Running uh, for the live stream today. Hopefully you had, had some good races out there. Um, I wanted to make sure to move this live stream a little bit earlier so that way it didn't conflict because uh, I knew you guys would probably want to do the other one and I didn't want to get in the way of that. Uh, so thanks everyone for accommodating the time change and getting over here. Um, Bert is going to need a Pepsi Max caffeine, uh, caffeine free before uh, it, before it starts. <laughs> awesome. Um, Gaki1216, first time watching the live. Welcome. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Uh, I'm trying a couple of different things for the setup today, iterating every single time, hopefully getting a little bit better each time. This time I'm going off the iPad Pro uh, to use that because I felt like using the iDevice worked out really well in terms of both image quality and simplicity. But I also want to make sure I'm getting good audio, just capturing it permanently and just ripping the audio from the YouTube live stream doesn't seem to be ideal because I think YouTube is compressing it in a certain way. And so um, I'm also recording it off uh, camera here, down here. There's another mic, so I'm doing that and we'll see how that goes. So that way we can put that other places like Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever people are listening to podcasts in case they want to listen in. So the format I kind of want to have is to give everyone kind of a chance to check in, get in here and uh, see how you guys are doing, see how you guys are from. Uh, sometimes I think I'll have guests and that'll complicate things in terms of my simplicity factor. But some other times, uh, for most of the time, I think I'm just going to chat with you guys and see what you guys want to talk about. Maybe I'll have a topic, something to talk about. But for the most part, I'm going to go off of the Q&A and kind of see what you guys are doing, see where you guys are at, and uh, just connect with you guys on a level that's a little bit more direct than me responding to you guys in comments. Although I have been meeting a lot of you guys that way and um, really been enjoying that. So if you see me on the camera like reaching over, it's because I'm trying to look through all the comments and they keep scrolling because you guys are commenting so many nice things in the chat um, and I want to keep up, but it keeps like moving on me. So that's what I'm doing if you see me. Uh, Matthew Shea's coming in from uh, Nebraska. Motivation Theory says, hey. Um, Edgar Buezo is coming in from East Harlem. What's going on over there? Steve76, uh, yo, what's going on? No beers for today, okay? Uh, although if you want to have one, that's cool. Uh, Andy FOD runners here. Calm O'Brien is high from Ireland. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Endorphins too. The rescue says sup Mike and Daryl turtles says, how's it going? Kofuzi. Um, let's see. Bill Dowling three said he did the Demore half yesterday and, um, and Rick Vegas asked, did Seth finish? I didn't see his Strava update. I haven't, I haven't seen it either. I haven't been keeping too close to track on it, but I did see that he was leaving to head out. Uh, and he wasn't bringing his phone with him. So um, we'll see when he gets back. Um, Bo Barnett says, how's it going? It's uh, going well here. It's a beautiful day in Chicago. I ran in shorts for the first time in a long time. And I think just shorts for the first time in Chicago for 2020. Before, I, I was looking back through some old footage today uh, as I was getting ready for a video that's coming up. And I did run one time with shorts and calf sleeves, just kind of close. Um, and that would, day might have actually been nicer weather than today. But um, for today, uh, just the uh, shorts, no calf sleeves. So 
that was a lot of fun and um it was really nice the first like half mile mile or so i was chilly though <laughs> but the rest of the run i had a great run today just relaxing out there going for uh i was shooting for 10 miles but i got out the door a little bit late and so i was just under 10 miles for the day but um i really can't complain uh, let's see. Matthew Shea says uh, Seth ran a 258 for his marathon. That's awesome. Donald Rhodes says aloha uh, to uh, Dwayne, who Dwayne says aloha from Hawaii. Awesome. Um, Geki1216 is here from Los Angeles. And Federico Gonzalez Mendez is, says Federico saying hey from Portugal. Awesome. Very cool. Um, let's see. Uh, Paul WG says staticky sound. Hopefully, uh, okay. Uh, hopefully I'm not getting interference on the mics here. Um, okay. So Mr. Endorphin 2 says audio is clear on his end. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Sean McCabe says getting crunchy audio, glitchy sounding. All right. Because I got two mics going on. One down here capturing audio to a sound recorder and then one this talking to that thing. So that could be it. Let me know if that's still a problem. Um, and uh, we'll see uh, what's going on. Um, Dave Meddy asks, um, Kofuzi, I've been trying to run with you, but I keep getting runner's knee. Um, uh, a nerner. I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, maybe it's new runner. Any tips? Please help. Uh, I'm not really sure what people mean when they say runner's knee, to, to be honest. Uh, so, like, it depends on kind of what the knee issue is. Knees are tricky because knees can be um, acting up if uh, you're new to running and you're just getting into it. But knees can also be acting up because something is going wrong. And so a lot of times with new runners, what I think happens, and I'm not a physiologist, I'm not a physical therapist or a medical professional, but I think what happens a lot of times with um, a lot of new runners and people getting injured is that different parts of your body are stronger than others. And so when we run, we think that like as we run more, all parts of our body will improve equally. But some people's lungs might be stronger than their legs or their joints might be stronger than their feet. Um, and so different things can kind of become weak and overtired and other things might start compensating. And the way I think of it is when things are not like progressing or developed at the same rate, which is natural to happen, uh, it's kind of like uh, when you're working in a team at work and one person keeps calling in sick. Uh, that means the other people on the team have to work harder to compensate and after a while, one member of that team is going to get burnt out and then that that link in the chain fails so that's kind of what happens a lot um we got a super chat in here from motivation theory running says hope you all had a great run today money for the shorts inventory thanks so much i'm almost always running in shorts in virginia even in the cold that's cool that's awesome um i remember being in um atlanta in the winter both this year and on a previous winter years ago and it was like 60 degrees and i was in shorts and i was loving it in like December, but other people were in like bubble coats. So I thought that was pretty funny, but you definitely, I think can run uh, year round uh, in short. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, Mr. Endorphins to the rescue says, if your knee is acting up, use an IT band. Uh, that could be it as well. Um, let's go through here, see what else we got here. Uh, C-Man says, what's up, Chell from TO, awesome. Um, Bart Osh says, fun fact. Parks and public forests are reopening in Poland tomorrow, and that's the best news he's heard in a long time. That is great news. Hopefully, um, that means that things are going well in Poland. I haven't really heard too much of what's going on in Poland. Um, I think that the news, at least as far as it reaches the United States, kind of gets all glommed together as what's going on in Europe. Um, so I'm glad to hear the update coming in from Poland. Um, 
Thomas Gallardo says, hello from Chile, a question. Can you use the Driver 75T one side at a time as the Jaybird Vista? I don't really test for that. I haven't tried it, but I don't think so. With the J with the Jabra Elite 75T, I believe once you take one earbud out, the other the everything will pause. So you might have to like set it up to go that way. Um, but like out of the box, the default behavior is not to let that happen. Um, so I think that one, the Jabra Elite, you have to use. I think you have to use them both at the same time. Um, let's see. Um, Eric Bolvins. Boyvin, yeah, Eric Boyvin says Asics, Nike, or Saucony for everyday five to ten mile running, and which model? I think yes for all three. They each have like an everyday trainer, and so there's lots of good options in each. With Asics, uh, I think that you're probably looking. There's lots to look at right now. I think the Glide Ride or the Evo Ride. I haven't run in the Glide Ride, but it seems to be one that a lot of people like for longer runs. The Evo Ride I liked for faster days. Um, so those are two that I like. A lot of people have been mentioning the um, Nova Blast, which is an interesting shoe, but I haven't tried it yet. Um, those are some options. Nike, I would go with the Pegasus or the Epic React. And Saucony, I would go with the Kinvara 11. Maybe the Freedom 3 if you're looking for a little bit uh, more cushion. Um, let's see. Yeah, MJM says, let's talk Asics Nova Blast with Andy FOD. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, a lot of people are really liking that one. Um, Let's see. Okay. Kieferification says on the Jabra Elise M5T, but you can, but only on the right side, which makes sense because I usually, if I take one out, I usually take out the right. So uh, a correction there on the Jabra Elise M5T. It looks like you can use it, but only the right. Um, James Otto is here from Durham, UK. Awesome. Got a 316 PR for a 26.2 today. That's fantastic. That's great work. Awesome. Kyle Poops, <laughs> that's an awesome name, says, hello, Kofuzi and all. I'm having trouble staying consistent and motivated to run uh, slash schoolwork. Do you guys have any tips and advice? Um, I would say, you know, think about why you're un unmotivated. If it's like a stress thing, maybe there's too many um, kind of uh, weights on you mentally in terms of getting you uh, going. Maybe like your goals are set too high or you're putting too much pressure on yourself right now at a time where you know um, productivity is a relative term and training and fitness are relative terms uh, that are hard to really define absent any races um, to train for uh, i think that it's a good time to kind of reevaluate refresh take a rest day see if that helps you out if that doesn't uh, try the opposite oh boy it looks like we lost some connection here sorry guys All right, sorry guys, it looks like I'm losing the connection a little bit. Let me try switching over. Um, let's see here. What's going on with this? Uh, okay, hopefully we're back on here. Sorry about that guys, if I lost you, hopefully we're back. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, so there could be lots of reasons for it. Sometimes you're not working hard enough. Sometimes you're working too hard. Usually it's because you're put, where I think when a lot of people get burnt out, they're putting a lot of expectations and pressure on themselves. And so reset some of the goals. Um, take some of them away or find a really huge giant one to go after. It's kind of like one end or the other is kind of what I would recommend. The other thing that I can recommend is like either a change in routine or a change in scenery. 
So change in scenery might be a little bit hard these days, depending on the situation in your local government and lo your local area and what's uh, permissible and what's safe. Um, but you know that might be another way to do it as well. Uh, try to make it fresh. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Michael Kim says, awesome illustrations. You've got a knack for drawing with crayons. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He's talking about all the artwork behind me that this wall is burgeoning. This is kind of like the second wall of art. This wall over here is like the main wall of art. And this is the new, where the new stuff, that's the overflow, but a lot more stuff is, is getting added there. Um, let's see what's going on here. Um, let's see, uh, running with Pete says, yo, what's going on? Phoenix running weather, warming up to mid nineties next week. Send some cool Chicago weather. I wish I could, I wish it worked that way. Um, but mid nineties sounds hot. Um, I don't think I've ever, I've gone hiking in like that kind of weather when I was in Phoenix years ago, over like probably like a decade, more than a decade ago at this point. And that was a hot day for sure. Um, even though it wasn't even summertime, it was like in November. Um, Michael Kim says, channel is great. Thanks for all the content. Thanks so much. And thanks for watching. Um, Han Hao says, hi from London. Race as most others is canceled. So you're just going to rebuild base again. It's a great idea. How long is a good time to build your aerobic base for an intermediate regular runner? Um, I think it depends on where your aerobic base is starting out. I think that uh, right now we have the luxury of, um, I guess the luxury or the silver lining that like we can build aerobic base for a long time. Aero the good news about aerobic base building is that it's relatively easy on your body. And so uh, we're not gonna worry that we're gonna be putting ourselves at risk for overuse injury. And it also put us in a really good position if you just constantly focus on aerobic base for the next while and maybe even throw some cross training in there, strength training, that when the time comes where we can start planning for races again, that we'll be ready to just take off and start hitting that speed work really hard then with the benefit of potentially months and months of aerobic base building. But depending on where you're starting out and which type of aerobic base building that you're doing, you know, anywhere like between, you know, usually an off season is a good amount of time. So people usually run their last marathon in like October or November, and they run their spring marathon in April, starting up training in somewhere in like February or so. But in the interim from like October to February or March, if you're doing a lot of base building, that's usually a, a good amount of time for a lot of people. Um, let's see. Uh, Bert Leguess says I'm back. Yeah, sorry about that. I think that I meant to switch this iPad up so that it could tether from my phone. I forgot to do that. So right now we're competing with Doc, streaming Doc McStuffins on the TV over there uh, for bandwidth. So I apologize for that. Um, Bert says ran a new PR on the half marathon today. Marathon today. That's awesome. It went from 144 to 136. That's huge. Great work. Um, and Calhan is joining in from Switzerland. Hello again. Awesome. Good to see you again. And then um, Mr. Endorphins to the rescue says, like the white shirt, what brand? This is Corsa. It's this brand that has this uh, logo on it. Uh, this is one that got sent to me. I like the white shirts because it gets picked up on camera really nicely, although I normally don't like white t-shirts. Um, but this one's nice. It's a little bit on the thick side. I have a gray one as well that I wear, ran in the Houston Marathon in, and it just it's a little bit on the hot side, but it's a little bit thicker and it just, it's very comfortable to wear when you're like around the house as well. Um, let's see. Um, Ronald Rhodes says, not digging the stack heights of the Hokas. Do love them for walking, but front at like a lower stack height. Any suggestions? If you like the lower stack height, I would look at um, 
the uh, let's see the adios 5 is one that's a pretty low stack height um or feels like a very low stack height i don't know if it actually is or not uh, or the sl20 those are two shoes i think that have pretty low stack height um it depends on like for me the only shoes that i run in that are low stack heights are kind of like racing and tempo shoes so like not really daily trainers i'm not as familiar with daily trainers that have low stack heights um so that's that's one thing like for example like uh, and it depends on what people mean by low stack height too. So like today's video was about the Pulse Boost HD Winter and uh, the stack height there at the forefoot it's 10 millimeters, which I think is pretty low. Hey guys, what's going on? Hold on guys. Sorry about that. I think the girls are getting a little bit antsy today. Uh, I think they're getting starting to get a little bit of cabin fever. We did take them out yesterday, uh, let them take their bikes and scooters out around the block a couple times. And that was their first time outside in probably like a, 10 days, two weeks. Um, so I think it's just starting to get to them. And right now the, war, the weather warming up, this time of day in our house, it's all windows. And so it gets really hot. So I think that's starting to get to everybody too. Um, let's see. Uh, Levin, Martha says, change in scenery is sometimes as simple as reversing a loop you've been running. And I agree with that. That's certainly true. Um, I've been kind of doing the same thing where like I'll go one way around a loop lately. I, have to, I don't really like my routes now because I'm just running on city surface streets. But I try to find like a couple of landmarks that I'll try to hit in a certain direction or a certain way, like going by Wrigley Field. And then I'll do the other loop in the other way just to test it out, see how I like it, keep it a little bit fresher. Um, Calvin uh, Aran Sibia says, hello Kafuzi, do I track my macros at all? I've been doing some research and haven't had much luck. I don't track macros. I don't know what a macro is, to be completely honest with you. Um, I eat, I try to eat a lot of vegetables um, and uh, I eat when I'm hungry, that kind of thing. I try to keep it really simple because there's other, lots of things that are very complicated in life and um, just making sure I'm eating regularly all the time to avoid being like hangry and avoid like really big spikes in like blood sugar. Not that I'm worried about low blood sugar, just to make, make sure I'm not like going too long between eating, um, mainly for mood regulation, uh, is, is enough of a juggling act for me. Um, let's see. Uh, Daniel P says, will I ever review ultra zero drop shoe? Yeah, I got the Ascalantes in the house right now. Um, probably in the next like week, I'll probably take them out for a spin. Christopher Williams says, hi there from the UK. Hey, Christopher, how are you? Anthony Kuchera says, any spots to do hill repeats in Chicago? There are a couple of spots. The one that I like the most is the flyover over by Navy Pier, which is a little bit kind of far from where I am now to kind of to run it's about four miles from my house so it's a little bit farther than from home than i kind of want to be and the only way to get on the flyover now is going the lakefront trail which is closed um so that's one right there that works out really well um because you got the, you got the flyover which is a long gradual hill and then it's a bridge for a short while and it goes down and then you go under lakeshore drive um 
and then you come down on the other side and then you can just turn right around and come back up by like Jackson Harbor and then you come back up. That's one. The other one, there's a couple of hills, uh, one in Lincoln Park, like at the north end of Lincoln Park, really close to where I live. There is a statue of Hamilton right by there. There's a couple of uh, smaller hills and then over by the Grant statue in Lincoln Park, there's some hills over there right by the zoo. So there's a couple of spots there. There's, you could always do Roosevelt. That's what I like to do sometimes as well. If I'm on a longer run, I'll run down there and then I'll run up like that last part of the Chicago Marathon, run up Roosevelt. Not that it's a huge hill, but um, just to like mentally to have defeated it a whole bunch of times as well. So that's another thing that I like to do. Um, Dylan Devaney is what heart zone is aerobic? Um, I think it depends on kind of which school you subscribe to. For me, I use Maffetone training, and so uh, my aerobic zone, or the max end of my aerobic zone, is uh, 180 minus my age, and then I add five to it because uh, I've been able to run without injury, without getting sick uh, for a very long time. Um, and so that's kind of like the general loose formula. Other things are like 220 minus something times a percentage or something like that. So there's other ways of calculating what you're kind of a working aerobic zone is, but mine is 145. I usually try to keep my runs between 130 and 145 beats per minute for me as a four-year-old. Um, let's see. Uh, motivation theory running has been working on his base and a little bit of speed work. Yeah, I think that like for me to do the speed work is just an, another way to just keep it interesting and keep it fun. Um, doing like 70 miles a week of just aerobic base building gets really boring no matter how motivated a person is you know we're talking about motivation um so throwing in like a faster day uh, especially like if you're doing like a long run on saturday kind of thing um that's definitely a nice way to kind of like help make the mileage stay up higher and make it more interesting to get through all that stuff um so uh, when is the Freedom 3 review coming out? Bruce Noble asks. I mean, I did the original kind of like first run of it. And then I, since then, I started running in the Ultra Boost 20 to kind of knock that one, like the long-term review out. And so now I'm turning back to the Freedom 3, but also mixing in a little bit of Glycerin 18, because I think I'm gonna do a comparison video of those two shoes, um, probably in the meantime. So probably in the next three or four days, there'll be a Glycerin versus Freedom video coming out. And then the Freedom 3, like 100 mile review will probably be out given the amount of miles that I'm currently running, probably in about nine or 10 days from now. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, Sada-san says, have you done any strength training since gyms closed? Saw some gym posts on Instagram. Yeah, I've kind of settled in on a, uh, like a circuit that I like to do. And I'll probably make a video about it. It's something that I've been doing um, pretty much every day, not as like a strength workout in and of itself. I've just been doing it as like a way of um, just like if I have like five minutes, I'll do one set of the circuit. And it's like all body weight, um, just squats, some ISO things like single leg lunges, some single leg deadlifts, that kind of thing. Um, but you do the entire circuit and that makes for a pretty pretty good uh, kind of like, well, like uh, Joe Holder, Ocho system, calls it like the exercise snack. So it makes for a good exercise snack. So I've been liking that. And um, although it doesn't feel that difficult, I feel like it's working muscles that are very underutilized or undertrained for me. And so like after like two days of doing like two or three of the circuits per day, like by the third day, like it, it took like a half mile for me to warm up because like my butt was hurting, my hamstrings were hurting, my quads were hurting and just sore in different ways that hadn't been sore in a long time. So I think it's being, I think it's effective. Um, 
Aaron Shimon says, I appreciate the channel file and love the content. That's awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Um, Will Gras says, hey, Kofuzi, moving to Chicago this summer. Is Chicago a good running city? Uh, normally, it's a fantastic running city. It's a huge running city. Uh, it's a run crazy city. And um, especially along the lakefront, which is now closed, unfortunately, uh, or along the 606, which is also closed right now with everything going on. Uh, it's packed full of runners. There are a bunch of running crews. There's so many running crews that you can join depending on kind of like uh, where you live and uh, kind of like what vibe you're looking for. There's CARA, the Chicago Area Runners Association. That's the biggest and most well-established. And there's three run two. There is um, just a whole bunch of different running groups that you can join, um, like endurance sports. Uh, is that what they're called? Uh, Chicago Endurance Endurance Sports CES, something like that. So there's a whole bunch depending on kind of like what your focus is on and kind of what you're looking for. So lots of running clubs to, that you can join around here too. Uh, Lauren Laurent Lefebvre says, uh, "Hey, are there still websites selling Vapor Pie Next Percent? I can't find any website. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't been shopping for them in a long time." Um, but I think that the new color of the Vaporfly Next, that like black one, is coming out. I, th I think it's like black or dark green. I'm a little bit colorblind, so I'm not sure exactly what color that is. But my understanding is that one goes on sale the 20th. So I would check the 20th about 10 a.m. Eastern time uh, on the Nike Run Club uh, or like the Nike app. If uh, I, thought, I think I saw that on Ben Johnson's web uh, Instagram, so I would check that. So that's tomorrow morning. Um, I would check for that. Um, let's see. Sadhusan said, you're 40, what the heck? Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's useful now to look younger than my age. For the last 20 years, it hasn't been. Um, and as I started my business, it was uh, a challenge as well because then it looked like I was just like the young kid um, asking for people to pay these big invoices. Um, or trying to tell people how to do the things that they're supposedly good at. So as a consultant, um, looking younger than your age isn't always great. Now that I'm like starting to get a little bit of gray hairs and I'm starting to look a little bit like my age, um, I think it kind of helps. Um, Dwayne uh, Tamashiro says, I'm sad that we would have had the Cozy Rug Club Boston edition today. Yeah, also if you look for Boston weather tomorrow, it would have been perfect. Yeah, I know. That's what we would have been doing today is hanging out. Um, and uh, that's a big bummer. And um, I looked at, I didn't look at the weather, but I've been following a lot of tweets about the weather. And Peter Bromka, um, who I follow on Twitter, was saying that, like, um, you could look at the weather for tomorrow for Boston, but just know that that's not the weather we would have gotten if we got to run Boston this year, because that's how Boston always is just as the day after the Boston Marathon is always beautiful weather, the day of it is always a challenge. And he just knows that if we'd actually run that Boston Marathon this year, it wouldn't have been beautiful weather, it would have been a challenge. And so I think he's probably right. It's one of those moving targets. Um, cool Trev says, are you concerned about long-term joint damage from running on concrete so much? Uh, no, I'm not. Um, my understanding of how cartilage and stuff like that works, especially as one ages, is that it's not a um, uh, save and conserve it kind of uh, thing. You have to use it for it to, um, it's a use it or lose it kind of thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I am, I do probably wear shoes that have more stack height and more cushioning than most people do. 
Um, but I also switch out my shoes more frequently than most people do. And I don't care if I've eked out every last penny or what's a part of a euro called? Um, anyway, part of a euro uh, to get every last uh, minuscule particle of value out of it. If I feel like the shoe is, well, these days I only run 100 miles in a shoe and then I'll donate it to charity. But before then, um, I would, you know, at about 250 to 270 miles, start looking for a new one just in case because I didn't want to risk hurting myself on a shoe that maybe uh, got to end of life a little bit earlier than anticipated. Um, Hi, Sugar Runs is here. How's it going? Uh, she's dropping in to say hi from Long Beach. Also, between the NC360C1X versus R, what should you go with? I would go with the one NC361R because it's waterproof. The 1X is not waterproof. Um, and the image quality is slightly better on the 1R. It's heavier and it's, it's like the form factor is a little bit less convenient to work with, but the waterproofing for me um, is, a, is a huge feature. And uh, even if you're not thinking about you're gonna go in the water with it, if you think that you might, like if you're gonna be at the beach and you might get it wet, like getting it splash wet could be enough to um, damage the 1X. So I would definitely go with the 1R. Um, but good to see you. Um, Dimaje Brown says, with all the shoe reviews you do, how do you remember how each run feels in a certain shoe while still running in other shoes? Do you keep a journal on how that shoe is progressing? Uh, yeah, I do. So I have like a, a couple of different Excel sheets that I have. Uh, one is to keep my mileage log. I know like Strava, you keep track of all your shoes and your mileage that way. But for whatever reason, that's always not 100% accurate for me. And so I find myself constantly like being a little bit different in my personal tally versus what's, what Strava has for me. Some shoes it's spot on, sometimes it's like it didn't register it or I'd accidentally register it to a different shoe for whatever reason. Um, so I have an Excel sheet that keeps track of my mileage log. I have another sheet that keeps track of different runs, mainly for footage. Um, and uh, I also try to like, um, but like I do keep notes of certain things that really stand out to me. Um, it's not really voluminous. It's very like simple things like, this thing hurt my ankle or the you know there's too much secret stability built into the shoe that kind of thing or the upper is uncomfortable uh, basic stuff but you know mainly those you know those high notes usually or like those prominent things that stick out you usually remember about the shoe if you don't it might not be worth mentioning so i don't keep too many notes on it but i think the other part about it is that like when i have a shoe i try to do like the initial review of it and then uh, run in it a little bit, sprinkle in some other shoes, and then I'll spend a chunk of time where I really focus on that shoe and run like five, six days in a row in it. So um, that's what I do. All right, so it looks like uh, Tom AK saying it's 3 p.m., so it's time to, for everyone to head over to Seth's. I normally go a little bit over on time today, but today I wanna make sure I'm good on time. And I'm sorry about that, that I uh, haven't gotten to everyone's comments, but hopefully I'll get to see you guys in some of the other live streams, 6 a.m. on Instagram, 3 p.m. here on YouTube. So whichever way you want to uh, hang out, I'd love to see you guys, and I love being able to chat with you guys this way. Uh, but head on over to Seth's channel for the post-race uh, party. Uh, I'll see you guys over there. And in the meantime, hopefully everyone's staying safe and having good runs out there. And I'll see you guys soon.